The U.S. Supreme Court's hearing arguments on whether the Trump administration can add a question regarding citizenship to the next U.S. Census. Now, the state of New York is arguing that the question will frighten foreign residents, both undocumented and legal, making them avoid filling in the form. And that could lead to an inaccurate count of the population. The Commerce Department arguing that the question is necessary in order to enforce the Voting Rights Act. And you're talking about redistricting here, funding here. It's all um, based on the numbers that come back. I want to bring on Dave Ray of FAIR, Federation for American Immigration Reform. Dave, how are you doing this morning? Doing great, Bloom Daddy. How about you, buddy? I'm doing wonderful. Now, we're going to be hearing from you May 1st. You're going to be on the border in El Paso. But right now, I wanted to get you on talking about this issue here. Why is this issue important to not only FAIR, but the general American uh, you know, population? Well, you know, the census is the once-a-decade chance for us to gather all the demographic information possible about who is in the United States on that given date. Uh, you know, understanding about them, male, female, child, adult, aged, uh, you know, their needs, so on. And so this is the, t- this is the information that city planners need to use that, that we'll use for federal funding and so on. And so, you know, in most instances, the more information you have, the better. Uh, in terms of the citizenship question, I don't know why it's being played as being so controversial. It was regularly asked in the census right up until about the 1950s. So there certainly is precedent for that. But the Trump administration does have an argument that without the citizenship question being asked, it's going to be hard to ascertain whether or not minority groups' votes are being suppressed. Now, a fair study, Federation for American Immigration Reform, a study you guys did in 2017 found that illegal immigrants are a net consumer of taxpayer benefits worth more than $100 billion a year, not including right. the cost of enforcing the border. Right. Yes, it is. It's about, it's about $116 billion a year, and that's after taxes paid. Uh, and it's just kind of intuitive when you think about the fact that uh, – if they are, if you have uh, people coming in here who are really doing jobs at the very bottom of the economic ladder, uh, you know, the, you have one, two, three kids in school. Just that cost alone is usually between twelve to fifteen thousand dollars per child. So just in the cost of educating their children. But then when you you put in their health care, you know, half the uh, homes in the half the immigrant homes in the U.S. legal and illegal are on some form of public assistance. Uh, the costs add up quickly. Yeah, you take a look. I mean, most Dave, most federal benefits are supposed to be off limits, but a lot of times right. they're not. More than 25,000 undocumented workers receive subsidized housing. That's according to the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban right. Development. Then I think, as you mentioned, children receive free education. we got to give it to them. Most qualify right. for English lessons, free school, breakfast, and lunch. And then, right. and then you know, you, 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 you take a look at this further, and... You know, you take a look at, um, uh, like, U.S.-born citizens, U.S.-born kids um, right. of undocumented parents. They receive federal benefits if they meet the eligibility requirements. So, right. And then, too, if an illegal is here, they're going to get free health care. If they go to an emergency room, they got to be treated. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, the, on the cost issue, there's no debate. I mean, these folks simply are not carrying their weight in terms of cost. And, uh, but, but the, the, the census question, the other really sticky issue, and it's what up to the Trump administration, whether or not they're going to press this, is whether or not we 
uh, how we do congressional reapportionment. Right now, it's based on the total population. So, for example, in 2000, uh, FAIR estimated that with the 2000 census that there were six congressional districts in California that were comprised of about 50% illegal aliens and legal immigrants. In other words, only half the people in that congressional district could actually vote. And mm-hmm. so if you compare the voting power of those people in that congressional district versus a congressional district in West Virginia or Western PA or Eastern Ohio, where the vast majority of congressional district is able to vote, the people in California's vote is worth twice as much or has twice as much power as that in, in districts in the rest of the country. The other thing is that those districts that are comprised, you know, uh, 50% of non-citizens are sending people into the electoral college. Right. So we actually have non-citizens being voted in the selection are being represented in the selection of president. So you, you, we've done all this research into you know, whether or not Russia meddled with the elections. So think about count, putting uh, illegal aliens in congressional rep, uh, representation and how much that meddles in our elections. Talking to Dave Ray right now, he is with FAIR, Federation for American Immigration Reform. Dave, isn't it crazy how so many people, whether it be elected officials or regular citizens, go out of their way to try to protect or enable people who are here illegally? I mean, it. it you, you take the census. The census is supposed to be a correct count of how many people right. are in the United States. I don't know what's right. so difficult to understand about that. And if you're not counting everybody, you're not getting what it's supposed to do. And you've right. got people out there who continually want to make up excuses or enable these individuals who are here using our taxpayer monies and our services and who are breaking the law. Well, you know, it it, it, it is. It, it, it doesn't make any sense for a number of reasons. First of all, this is our one chance every decade to get a real sense of who's in the country. Mm-hmm. And immigration is a major demographic driver in the United States. We need to know what impact it's having, where people are going. Are they becoming citizens? You know, you can't even ascertain whether or not the nation's legal immigrants are eventually becoming citizens if we don't ask the citizenship question. Uh, for those who say, you know, the Trump administration is arguing, look, it's inter- it's important to know uh, for the Voting Rights Act. It, like, for example, you say in Texas, uh, 40% – look, I'm just using these uh, numbers out here, but okay. like, if 40% of Texas's population is comprised of Hispanics, yet Hispanics only comprise 10% of the voting population, is that evidence of voter suppression? But the only way you would know the answer to that question is if you knew – how many of Texas Hispanics were actually citizens and therefore could vote. So this is an example of, for some reason, the blue states don't want the truth to come out. But if you're going to protect people's rights to vote, if you're going to have congressional representation that actually represents, you know, one man, one vote, we need to ask the citizenship question. It's not that big of a deal. It's been regularly done in the past. And it looks like the Supreme Court is going to side with the Trump administration on this one. Yeah, it does look that way uh, for sure. Hey, Dave, before I let you go, you're going to be on here again next Wednesday reporting live from the border in El Paso, Texas, about what's going on there. That could I don't know about the timing, but this this mother of all caravans making its way. What's what's this one? Ten thousand 
from Central yeah, America? Is that going to time yeah, out to when you're there? Well, you know, uh, it could possibly start arriving. These caravans tend to come in trickles, but I'll tell you what, El Paso has been kind of ground central for these caravans. They've avoided Southern California because Southern California has large portions of it have the wall. Now, there is a wall in El Paso, but uh, uh, there are uh, places where they can get around it. Texas has really been the hot spot, and it typically is the, the biggest entry point during the summer. So we are anticipating uh, seeing an eyeful next week, and then we'll be reporting live to you all, to you and your listeners from the border. All right. Hey, Dave, it sounds great, and uh, I'll be talking to you next Wednesday. Appreciate it every time. Looking forward to it, my friend. You have a great day. All right, you too. That is uh, Dave Ray, fair spokesperson, and again, he'll be joining us live from the border. That's going to be next Wednesday.